Hey everyone, I'm Jim Ambusky and this is Conversations at the Washington Library. We're off this week for the Thanksgiving holiday, but we'll be back next week with conversations from some of the leading lights in early American history. We've got some great stuff coming down the pike, including a chat with Nadine Zimmerly, the new History and Social Sciences Editor at the University of Virginia Press, and Andrew O'Shaughnessy, the Saunders Director of the Robert H. Smith International Center for Jefferson Studies at Monticello. But we didn't want to leave you holding the short end of the wishbone, so we thought we'd put together a little history lesson. In 1789, President George Washington issued a proclamation setting aside November the 26th of that year as a national day of Thanksgiving. Now, the year 1789 was a momentous one for the young nation. Earlier that spring, the new Constitution took effect. The members of the first federal Congress were sworn into office in early March, and George Washington became president in late April. Needless to say, after an eight-year war for independence and the near collapse of the nation that followed, the adoption of the Constitution was for many Americans the promise of a new beginning and the chance to form a more perfect union. There is little debate that the Constitution was an imperfect document. The framers recognized it as such. Many Americans then and now also saw it as deeply flawed, especially for the protections it afforded to slavery and slaveholders. Ironically, these compromises nearly destroyed the Union, but it led to the destruction of slavery over 80 years later. Nevertheless, by addressing problems that had plagued the Republic in the 1780s, issues like federal taxation, foreign diplomacy, internal security, and the prospect of disunion, and by providing a framework to balance power between the federal and state governments, check executive tyranny, and reconfirm the rule of law as a guiding American principle, the Constitution gave the United States a fighting chance to live. It was for these reasons that in November 1789, President Washington asked citizens of the young republic to thank Providence for guiding Americans in their constitutional work. Days of Thanksgiving were not uncommon in the colonial period or the early United States. During the American Revolution, for example, state legislatures and the Continental Congress set aside days of reflection after major victories, such as after the Battle of Saratoga in 1777. In his 1789 proclamation, President Washington offered thanks for the peaceable and rational manner in which we have been enabled to establish constitutions of government for our safety and happiness, and particularly the national one now lately instituted, for the civil and religious liberty with which we are blessed, and the means we have acquiring and diffusing useful knowledge, and in general for all the great and various favors which he hath been pleased to confer upon us. Washington asked his fellow Americans to unite in most humbly offering our prayers and supplications to the great Lord and ruler of nations and beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions, to enable all of us, whether in public or private stations, to perform our several and relative duties properly and punctually, to render our national government a blessing to all the people by constantly being a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws, discreetly and faithfully executed and obeyed. Washington's proclamation didn't establish Thanksgiving as we know it. That tradition came much later, beginning with Abraham Lincoln's proclamation of Thanksgiving issued during the horrors of Civil War. But Washington's words stood as a testament to just how close Americans had come to disunion in the 1780s. So as you gather around the table this Thanksgiving, and you desperately try to avoid talking politics with your crazy uncle in these times of constitutional anxiety, just remember that the work of perfecting the Union goes ever on. This episode is based on a contribution to the Digital Encyclopedia of George Washington by Dr. T.K. Bryan. If you'd like to read more of Dr. Bryan's work, as well as the proclamation in full, be sure to check out the links on the webpage for this episode at www.mountvernon.org podcast. 
Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.